Welcome to the 5-7 Podcast. I'm your host, Pre, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Mike Salinas. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, man? Nothing. Nothing at all. Just uh, the standard stuff, man. You know, I haven't been around in a few weeks, so it's uh, it's good to catch up with you, see what's happening. Obviously, you've been here every Monday and Thursday. I have not, so thanks for holding it down. Yes, and please uh, check out our website, 57podcast.com. And uh, give us some love on Instagram, 57 Podcast, and uh, at Instagram and Facebook, and uh, and enjoy the show. Ladies, don't be afraid to slide into those DMs. It's all right. You can do it. <laughs> it's A-OK. So what's going on, man? What do you got? How are Judgment you doing? Judgment-free zone. Judgment-free zone. Uh, not much, man. So I was... Uh, Sorry, I was just completely over-exaggerating. So we don't got a ton to talk about. We've got some fun stuff I think we're going to go through today. One thing I was telling you about just a, a, well, I should say in in retrospective of what just happened this past week from your recent podcast, just wanted to uh, talk a little more, summing up on some of the uh, some of the stats that you were pulling out. You were mentioning some of these off the air, and you had mentioned a couple at the end of the podcast, but these were some staggering stuff. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. You know, the, the traditional, I should say, main narrative that you get from, you know, like say celebrities and and a lot of people preaching the climate change is, you know, how we need to change and, and, you know, and we need to lessen our, our big footprint that we have on, on the earth. And I agree. Sure. Yeah. We, we can always be better, you know, and we could always, we could always do better, you know, but from what the way that they talk about it, you would think that, you know, that we are absolutely killing the earth right now, uh, America alone. And that's not necessarily the case. And uh, what they do is, they measure they measure pollutants by uh, PM two point five, and in Bakersfield, California, which is the absolute highest in California, it comes out that uh, they're putting at about eighteen point two, and in LA, it's like fifteen point three, which is uh, you know, if we can get it down to zero, I mean, yeah, sure, that'd be that'd be perfect, you know, but in China, in Zing Zingtai you know, they're putting out like 155.2 and that's a gigantic disparity, you know? And that's like, that's not the only place. Like the next two cities are like 148.2 and like 142, I believe. Uh, and if, if, if I'm wrong, I'm not off by much. And either way, that's a lot of, a lot of pollution that's being, that's being put out in China alone. And that's just three cities. I mean, it goes down to like, like 10 cities. And in India, it's even worse. Their highest is like 177. And with with China and and India putting out this kind of pollution, you know, you would think that maybe we should turn our attention over to them and and say, hey, what the fuck, you know, we're trying to we're trying to save the planet, and you guys are are killing it at much worse than we are, you know. What do you think of that? Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, this morning I picked up two pieces of uh, tissue paper on the street. I did my due diligence. I did my work for the evening. And what are these guys doing over there? They're burning oil. I mean, how are they? How are they doing this? To uh, does it say what's contributing to such a big a uh, factor into air pollutants? They they um their factories burn a lot of coal. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, a ton of uh, they use a ton of coal. Damn, that's that's brutal, man. Yeah, I mean, everyone's on this high horse about the climate change, and, um, you know, I, I don't know much about it. You know, I just know that uh, it was negative 30 to 50 degrees here in the Chicagoland area with the wind chill this past year. So, 
I, I don't foresee it getting warmer by averages over the past few years, but, you know, obviously some people say that's a significant, uh, I know it says that basically that, that proves that there's climate change happening or that it's, the climate's getting warmer. I'm not positive, but I, I, the polar vortex is all that it, what I believe it is, is, is the, there's like warm air that pushes up into the North pole. And then that, that changes the um, kind of like it's, like it's arc and it pulls it down into the United States. And that's why, that's why it gets so cold. But, um, you know, I mean, I think that it's unbelievable, you know, cause from what you see on TV, you know, it's like, you're getting, it's like you're getting kicked in the teeth about climate change and how important it is, you know, but I'm, I don't hear anything about, about people doing that in China and in India, you know, only here. And look at, and look at the size of the United States compared to, to Russia and China. I mean, China and uh, and India. Yeah. I mean, I believe that we should, we should obviously, uh, I think we should take care of our waters and, you know, everywhere, you know, not pollute the waters. But uh, yeah, but the whole climate change thing, dude, I just think it's, uh, I don't want to say it's blown out of proportion, but it's blown out of proportion here in the United States, like we're a bunch of killers. And I think that that attention should be put out elsewhere. Right. Like keeping these no good women off Instagram. Like what? What no good women? You know, just the ones that are there with fake bodies. And they've got filters now. I was learning about them today that uh, you could replace your nose, make your chin smaller, make your eyes different shapes. I mean, completely reinvent your face and your body. Do you, do you see what those people look like in real life? They look horrible. <laughs> they don't look like they do in their pictures, that's for no, sure. No, no, they definitely don't. There was one on Snapchat where this woman like just keeps removing ribs so she can get a smaller and smaller waist. Like she's got, a, I think, a waist of like a of like a seventeen or eighteen inch waist, and yeah, yeah. And then like her ass goes out to like you know thirty eight. <laughs> like the, the that that it it, it she looks like something severely. I mean, something is severely wrong with her. Obviously, how do you do that? Like, how do they? How do they? How do you, do you just go and say, "Hey, I want my lower ribs removed"? You know, like, isn't there? There's a purpose for them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, well, they won't do it in America. It's like she has to go somewhere overseas to some guy in a. In an Naturally, let me guess, uh, India or, or China? Probably India or China, somewhere that uh, that can pollute the world. That's probably why they're just burning more ribs. Yeah, they're just, that's where it's coming from. They're burning ribs in uh, in China and India from all of these people who are getting these surgeries out there. Yeah, yeah, man, uh, that sounds uh, quite about right. But now I was just stumbling upon a couple of things earlier today. They were just showing me these apps that do just so much face overhauls. I was like, this is this is crazy. Like, can you imagine dating nowadays? Who is this person? Especially with people um, catfishing each other. You know, you go on a date and you find out it's this big ogre looking dude when you think you're talking to this hot model the whole time. You know, dating would be so much, so much different these days because, I mean, back when we were dating, it was right before, it was like right before MySpace or MySpace was happening at the time. Mm -hmm. It, It was happening. And so it wasn't like the social media thing wasn't that huge. All that it really was, was, you know, pictures of, of going out to the bars and that's it. You know, nowadays it's like everything, like it's like people are practically, you know, um, shooting their lives, you know? And I think it's completely different now than it was back then. And could you imagine like just today trying to deal with that? Like say you're, you're dealing with some chick, you're, you're dating some chick and, and you're going out and, 
and she's on her phone, you know, taking pictures of her food and, you know, taking selfies and like, you guys aren't talking, you know what I mean? Or maybe you're communicating through like some kind of like, like some kind of app and she's like right in front of you, you know? We were in Hawaii for my honeymoon a few years ago. I was like, man, let's go have dinner on the beach. Let's call them up and see what it, what it costs. You know, we've seen some people doing it. So we called them up. We said, hey, you know, we like to organize dinner on the beach. They said, yeah, sure, no problem. Let's get the chef together and we'll, we'll put what, what we got to do for it. I'm like, hold on. I mean, like, you need the chef involved in this whole thing? I'm like, can't, we just, <laughs> can't you just give me some, like, some chicken fingers and some fries? And we just Yeah, you cheap fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, no, absolutely not. Like this, I was like, wait, so what are we talking about here? Like, well, starting out, it starts at $10,000. Just starting, what? starting out, dude, starting out the cost. And this is in Maui, right on the, you know, right on the ocean there, man. And absolutely beautiful. I was like, starting out at $10,000. And I'll be honest, I looked at my wife and I was like, should, should we? <laughs> like, should, do you, do you really want to do this? I mean, I, I kind of was like, I'm down, but it's going to hurt a lot <laughs> on the way back home. So what do you get for that $10,000? You get like a, a private, a privately chefed meal. You get, yeah, you know, I think alcohol with it, and um, you just get the on the beach the whole atmosphere of it. Yeah, like Fuck. four four course meal, but yeah, starting out at ten thousand dollars. So we told them we're like, you know what, screw that, we're not gonna do this. That that's insane. So Dude, you could have you could have spent less money flying me out there. I could have made you a couple wife uh, mai tais and threw a couple uh, cowboy cuts on a couple uh, George Foreman's up there, and uh, and yeah. uh, th- there's your meal. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we passed on it. We ended up just buying something at the store or one of the restaurants. With and the subway? It. Yeah. We, we ended up buying a couple six inch footlongs. I got a chicken teriyaki on rye and we were just, and we got one of those boxes of wine and we ended up going to a, a, and patch, a box of wine, a, a, a little patch of grass just, just right behind the beach. And that might've costed us about 36 bucks as opposed to $10,000. But so as, after we finished dinner there on this patch of grass, we kept walking. We were like, let's walk down the beach. So we walked down the beach and we did see a couple doing the dinner out there. Really? And we're like, and we're like holy smoke, they just paid $10,000 to do that, that dinner. And as we walk past, we see the guy just sitting there miserable and like eating his <laughs> dinner. And the girl's on the phone. Like it was like some dude, he was kind of fat, unattractive. And the chick was like some, I don't know, model looking, maybe, you know, I don't know, superficial a little bit, but she was just on her phone, just talking, not even looking at him. And I'm like, holy smoke, he just blew 10K on this dinner and she doesn't even give a damn about this guy. Oh my gosh. And he probably flew her out there. So they're staying. Now this is at the Four Seasons, so it's not cheap either. Yeah, he probably got the suite too. Yeah. I was like, man, what a dope. You know, yeah. I, don't feel, I don't even feel bad for that guy. I mean, if you've gone that far, if you've gone that far, you know she's not interested, pal. What are you doing? Get a life. Date somebody your own age. Stop it already. <laughs> Speaking of wine, though, I did stumble upon this story on Fox News. So a bottle of wine a week is as bad as smoking 10 cigarettes, according to a, a latest study. I highly disagree. Well, yeah, so do I. I mean, that's brutal. How do you compare that? I don't know. Tell us more about the article. British oh British researchers oh they're causing a bunch of fumes over there too oh great found that oh yeah have you heard what's going on over there they've got uh, they have such strict gun laws that people are stabbing each other to death out there wow that's brutal I think I'd rather be shot than stabbed but yeah that's that's medieval 
British researchers found that drowning a weekly bottle of vino is on par with smoking five cigarettes for men and 10 cigarettes for women, according to the study published Thursday in the journal BMC Public Health. Our estimation of a cigarette equivalent for alcohol provides a useful measure for communicating possible cancer risks that exploits successful historical messaging on smoking. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Yeah, I I highly disagree. They're not really saying how they came up with this research and what they really measured. They're just coming out and saying, guess what, guys? You're better off smoking 10 cigarettes than drinking that bottle of wine. And, like, what kind of wine are we talking here? (laughs) It's probably that box wine that you bought on your honeymoon. (laughs) You talking about that that box of wine and that that six-inch chicken teriyaki? They're like, that's a... that's uh that's like that's like smoking 50 cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> you tell me I, just, I threw my life away i was better off spending that 10k on the beach than doing what i did with that box wine yeah i, I must have smoked a, a carton with that box of wine wow maybe maybe you should have had a couple bada and <laughs> bada and then uh get those uh get those get those years back did you have another subject you had? Because uh, I've got, I've got a, a top 10 list for you that you might enjoy. Let's go to the top 10. All right. I love these so much. This is a surprise, by the way. Yes. And I'm sick, so I need, I need to be cheered up. So I found, and I don't know why it came to me. I just want to do this because I like doing these. Top 10 list of uh, marriage names. You know, <laughs> hilarious last name fails. You know how you look in the newspaper and you're like, oh my God, look at that last name and that one go together and you're just, this is hilarious. It's great. Like Nancy Dick? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so I will start with an honorable mention here and that is uh, honorable mention. Last name's Filler Quick. <laughs> uh, honorable mention there. All right, well, let's jump right in it. Wait, that's the last name? Is that the first and last name or just no, that, the last name? Those are, those are both, these are both last names. So, so is the, it like a hyphen? Yes. Like hyphen. a dash? Yeah, do you want me to say dash? Like, yeah, that's to, fine. Okay, I'll say the dash to maybe help. Okay, so number 10 here. Come on, dash, top of me. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, come on, and Frankie, top of me. <laughs> come on, top of me. Uh, number nine, the Johnson Dash Holder marriage. <laughs> Johnson Holder, and by the way, it was two men. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> two men. All right. Number eight, Cunts Dash Dick. <laughs> nice. Number seven. Does it say where they're from? That one, Carmel, Indiana. <laughs> Not too far away. Nope. Just, a, just a stone's throw away, huh? That's right. They, they got cunts and dicks. <laughs> they sure do. Let's see here. Number seven, the Golden Dash Showers wedding. <laughs> golden? Golden Showers, yes. The uh, R. Kelly special. Mm. Number seven. That was number seven, Golden Showers. Number six, the Beaver Dash Wetter wedding. Wetter? Wetter, like as in wet, like water. Yeah. Beaver Wetter. Number five, the Moore-Bacon wedding. Moore-Bacon? Moore-Bacon. Yeah, but everybody likes bacon, so that's not too bad. Yeah, it's not. I mean, that would probably be a good one, actually. Not like wetter beavers. Yeah. Then number four, the Best-Lay wedding. Best-Lay. <laughs> For the rest of your life. <laughs> number three, 
Wang dash holder. <laughs> Something about the Wang holders, man. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no are, kidding. Those are great. Uh, <laughs> number two, the long dash wee wee way. This is so elementary, man. Yeah. And, and you know what? What's up with Indiana? Why are they keep being on here for? How many Indiana ones are there? I don't know, but that, this one's Indiana University. So they got married at IU? Yeah. She's a 2000 grad. Be sure to bring that up to Nano. Yeah. And number one here is the Eaton dash cox wedding <laughs> <laughs> this one's for all you immature fucks out there just like me hope you enjoy it. oh man that's my uh my top 10 list i mean i used to love those things i think uh those are up there with headlines that the tonight show do they I mean they i think they still do but johnny carson and uh, jay leno used to always do yeah it's good stuff man and doesn't uh jimmy fallon do the he does that show now He's got to do Yeah, he's got to you know do the top 10 list. I don't know how that guy is even in business, dude. You I have mean, hate, you've hated <laughs> Jimmy Fallon for your entire life. I just I just don't find him funny. You know, I've never found him funny, ever. There, I mean, there's been like, maybe like a couple times that he's like made me laugh. But for the most part, when I whenever I see him on TV, you know, I'm just like, I don't know how this guy made it, you know? <laughs> who, what dirt does he have and who does he have it on? <laughs> he's got somebody's Twitter screenshotted all over his uh, home PC. You know what I think it is? You know, he was on Saturday Night Live when uh, Will Ferrell was there, when a, when there was a lot of big hitters were there at one time. So he was yeah. doing these skits with these big hitters. And I think that he kind of just got lumped in with them, you know, like he was like a like a part of it, you know? Yeah. I You know, I think he's... You're right, though. I don't think he's a good comedian on his own. I think he works well with, in his, uh, being an interviewer, you know, like interviewing guests and kind right. of intera- interacting with them. He does well with that as kind of like a, a leaning on, but as a, I would never go see him do stand-up. Like, that would be the last person I would ever go see do stand-up. It's kind of like, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, it's kind of like Jerry Seinfeld, man. I don't find Jerry Seinfeld funny, but in the Seinfeld show, I love it. I think it's hysterical, but in the right <laughs> setting. Do you think it's because, like, everybody together makes the show funny? Or is it, you know, yes. like, or does he have to, like, like without him, like, the show doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know I'm not a Seinfeld fan, but if if he wasn't in it, like, the show wouldn't work at all. Or, like, How I Met Your Mother. Do you, did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Yes, I have. Like, okay, like, obviously Barney was, like, the funny one, you know? But everybody in the show was ended up being funny too mm-hmm. you know like like he wasn't like carrying it like actually i take that back i'd say in, in the later seasons they got to i think their last season was like season seven they were leaning on him like the whole season and then they were like you know what we got to end it we're doing one final season and uh and it turned out to be really re- you know really good but all together like how i met your mother was fucking hilarious man yeah no it was a good show yeah i think everybody plays their role perfectly Right. It's really, I think that really defines what a good show is when you have good character build and good characters development. Yeah, like like everybody has to have a purpose. You know, like sure. you you can't have like two people where you're like, oh god, I could care less about like this character. Actually, it's kind of funny. Like out of the whole show, um, Ted, I think it was Ted, or uh, no, I forget his name, dude. Ted I mean, that, Mo- Mosby. The, yeah, Mosby, dude. Ted Mosby. He, he 
uh, he was like, I could care less about his character, man. You know, like mm-hmm. I-, I liked everybody else except like the main guy who the whole show is about. You know, it's like I don't care how how your kids met their mother. You know, I want to know what everybody else is doing. Right. <laughs> oh, that's great. Game of Thrones is coming up, man. You've got two weeks to catch up on like seven seasons. Not happening. I think that uh, you'd enjoy it. It's really good. Nope. I mean, I, I'm sure I would. I just, it's not happening, man. I just know I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it. Yeah, you're not, you don't have any time. Yeah. I wish I did. I mean, I wish I, I was just uh, a millionaire, you know, hit the lottery and just laid around all day. I would definitely do Game of Thrones. You know what, dude? If, even if you were a millionaire, you still wouldn't have time to like watch all the shows. Like there's a lot of good shows out there. Like a lot of times, you know, people are like, hey, do you watch this? Do you watch this? I'm like, dude, I, I just don't have the time. Like I have shows already that I watch, but I, I just can't add another one in there, you know? My mother-in-law was asking me today. She's like, have you watched the Neverland? Uh, forgetting Never- Neverland? I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, actually, we, uh, we did a podcast on it. I was like, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, cut that whole four, four and a half, five four hours. Hour, four, four hours and four minutes. Yeah, cut, condense that down to a little 45 minutes with us, and, and we'll sum it up for you. And actually, we'll give you some clarification on some stuff. Actually, we did. We got some facts. We got some clarification, and we cut it down to 40 minutes exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, and she's like, I can't believe this, these guys, these Michael Jackson violated these kids. And I said, I think one of them's full of shit. The other one, not so much, but one of them, I think they're full of crap. But do, I do think Michael Jackson was uh, guilty on some some of those counts. Do they, I heard I heard um, a couple days ago that they said that um, the guy who some I think the guy Michael Jackson's biographer or something like that he pulled up some old building plans and he says that the Jimmy Savechuck couldn't have possibly been molested like in this room above like the theater or above the, like the, in the, in the train house. Mm-hmm. He's like, because that room wasn't built for another two years after when he said that it happened. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So, and I think that they're like the biographer was trying to say, was trying to like call out the, Michael Jackson's biographer was going to call out the Finding Neverland director and ask him, like, did you, like, vet your sources? Like, in a way. Right. Because what if the whole thing, what if the whole thing, it's like, okay, look, it's, I think it's really weird that, you know, Michael Jackson was, you know, like, around kids so often, okay? Mm -hmm. I think that's really freaking weird. You know, at, at, on one hand, you have him, and it's like, he didn't have a childhood, you know, he didn't have a childhood because Joe Jackson always had him practicing and dancing and, and, and all that stuff. So when he grew up, you know, in around fame, you know, he was really famous, like not famous, like Justin Bieber, you know, famous. He was like Justin Bieber times 10, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, I think that he had, he had issues from it, you know, was he molesting kids? <laughs> possibly but you know what's his name jimmy save chuck and wade robson uh, went into court and said that michael jackson never touched him so the kids who actually you know brought it to court you know there that stuff was thrown out right which really which really sucks because it's like okay we've got these two dickheads on a on a uh, d- documentary saying that Michael Jackson did this and you got these other two kids th- that were practically crying and everyone else was like no it didn't happen right because of these two dudes. Yeah, thanks guys. 
so if it if it really did happen, you know, maybe you have to live with it because, you know, you you silenced these other kids, and now this is this is your 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 fate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. That's wild. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I was thinking about something. I'm, I'm going completely on a tangent here. I was drinking some bottled water today. I was like, man. Somebody said something stupid like, man, what a, what a wonderful invention. Wish I would have invented bottled water. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right, right? Bottle, just bottled water and it's a great invention. And then can you imagine when somebody like came up with that in a meeting room? It's like, guys, we are going to bottle water and make millions. People are like, why would we do that? Because it's free out of a faucet. You know what happened? He probably got fired on the spot and then he went off on his own and started bottling water and selling it and he's a billionaire now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's exactly what happened. But I was like, can, I was like, so we, we had this conversation and I was like, can you imagine how many ideas started where people were like, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Like, like things that we take for granted now, like heat inside of a car. Like, can you imagine if somebody was like, guys, I think the Model T needs to change. We need to enclose it entirely, and they need to have like some sort of fans. It pushes heat inside of a vehicle. Like, hold on, wait, wait. You want to put heat? You think heat and air is just going to come out? Cold air too? Is that what you're going to do? Cold air? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So when it's like when it's hot outside, you can have cold air come through the vents or something like that. And and heat, you know, if, if you're cold, it, it can do both. Can you imagine people are like, and it's going to be on wheels, right? <laughs> what a, what a fucking, let me guess, you want windshield wipers too to wipe the wipe the water when it comes and hits the windshield? <laughs> I mean, all these these crazy ideas because I was like, man, and I I went on like this thought process on, man, there must have been how many like these really great ideas that started out out on a whim, and people were like, man, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard, and then it's like, boom, that was perfect. Well, engines came from the combustion engine, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. <laughs> you you know more than me about it. <laughs> I just thought it was like interesting. Where it's like, yeah, all these different things that these ideas. Because I'm I was looking at uh, at one point in time. I, I I'm always coming up with weird invention ideas. So are you? I think we've we've talked about a few ideas here and there over time. Yeah. I don't know where it started, but you know, I I, I got tired of ironing, ironing my shirts, so I iron my shirts every day. But you know when you you have your sleeve the opposite side where you you have to iron the part that's uh, that messes with the buttons, but you can't like iron it because then it, the button will go through on the other side of the sleeve. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're ironing the sleeves. I'm gonna show you. I'll have to show you a trick. You're gonna need to show it to me because I mean I've tried everything and I mean I I don't want to like move the shirt around too much because I, I like it very crispy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I was like, "All right, man. I think I'm gonna have. I'm. I'm gonna build this, this uh, ironing board with the hydraulic arms that shoot in, out." <laughs> in the military, I had my my I had my BDUs like freaking cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> we'd so put how, so we'd put so much starch on them. <laughs> so what did you what did you do with the opposite side of the button, of the arm? It's well, the BDUs were were different. You just oh. didn't you just didn't don't iron over the buttons. Right. But there's like more to it though. Like that's where the whole yeah comes yeah. Together. There's there's like a technique that you do. Like oh, you have to do you have to iron like around it individually, and then you have to uh, iron like the like the like the wrist part mm. in like Dude, an, I, in like an angle. I should have just googled it. And nowadays I just skip it. You know, I just go around it. <laughs> Next time I come by, I'll show you. <laughs> I've got like one wrinkly ass part of the shirt. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's the opposite side of the buttons. Do you ever think about just taking your shirts to the cleaners? Yeah, I got tired of doing it. 
Oh really? Do, yeah. You don't you don't have a cleaners that's that's near your place? I do, but you know, by the time I go to work, uh, they're not open when I leave, and they're not open when I they're <laughs> when I get home. So, last thing here, I don't know if you caught any of uh, Bryce Harper, your boy. He's he's on fire. Let's right talk. Now in let's talk about these salaries, dude. Let's talk about these salaries because Mike Trout is the only guy who's who's uh, worth his money right now. Wow. Well, uh, John Lester's worth his money too. Yeah, at the moment. Bryce Harper's looking pretty good, though. I don't know, man. What was it, 330? Yeah. What did Manny Machado get, 300? Close to that. Now, what do you say to people? Here's, uh, I think it's an interesting question because I, I see like both sides of the, of the argument. You know, when, when you look at these guys and they're, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, they're making $300 million for a 10-year contract, 330 for, you know, 12 years. Oh, and Mike Trout, what is it, 420 for 12 years? Yeah. Um, you know, these are monster contracts. You know, at one time when, uh, what was his name? Alex Rodriguez, he got his $250 million deal. You know, at the time, everyone was like, oh my God, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Fast forward 15 years later, we got somebody who's getting almost double that, you know? Now, here's something to take into consideration. It's like, are these guys really worth that kind of money? You know, is anybody worth like that kind of money to, to, you know, to play a sport, you know? And on one side of it, you'd say, no, no, there's nobody should be making that kind of money playing a sport. Now, on the other side of it, you know, it's all dependent on, on who is on, you know, like where you're making your money from, say the MLB, you know, if the MLB is making this kind of money off of you and, you know, they're making, you know, so much money off of your image. Yeah. You really are worth that kind of money. You know, what do you have to say? What, like, what would you say to people who, who adamantly say, no, no, these people are not worth that, that money. I say, I don't look at them as athletes. They're entertainers than anything else. And that's the kind of uh, spectrum that I look at it as. Like, you know, you pay them the same way you pay actors and you pay musicians and things like that. They go on tours and make millions of dollars and that's where they make their money. This is basically like a like a musician going on tour. An athlete is playing a different city 16 times, a football player, you know, 16 times out of the season. And a baseball player gets uh, 162, uh, 162 opportunities to see him. And that's kind of the way I look at it. Not as like athletes. Oh, this guy can jump high, so what, he gets millions? It's bullshit. Nah, man. I think it's it's just entertainment value. And it's, it's more distractions for us. Yeah, I, I've always just been curious, you know, because, I mean, I see both ends of the spectrum. It's like, no, I, I don't think that, you know, athletes should be making this kind of money. But then on the other hand, it's like, well, you know, if I was in that position and somebody else is, you know, say you're at your job and say they're making, you know, $50 million, um, 50 million a year off of you. Okay. And you're getting an, an hourly, you're getting an hourly wage of, you know, $30 an hour. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. a gross disparity in like your pay and what you're worth. Do you know what I mean? Right. So in a way that they're, they're being, comp- they're being compensated accordingly. And at yeah. the same time, do you think that they're being compensated for, you know, maybe, um, you know, efforts uh, on in actually getting there. You know, all of the practice and all that kind of stuff, all the hours of training. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you get to that level, but how? There's not. There's only a select few that get to that point, man. There's a guy actually in the NBA that got to play his first uh, for the Lakers. 
that got to play for a few games this past year, this this current season, I believe it was. Oh LeBron, yeah, yeah, LeBron yeah. That's James. right. I heard about that. He's like a thirty mid thirty year old guy that's been in the the D League or the G League now, whatever it's called, and he's been bounced around all over, and he's just a journeyman. He's never got to play in the NBA till this past season, and he's making I think per game more than he was making in the past like two total seasons or something like that. I mean, wow. At least he and he was making significant money, but this I think he might have been making like one hundred twenty thousand for each game, which is nothing compared to the guys on his team. But and he was playing well; he played pretty good. Yeah, didn't he drop a three like on his first like shot? Yeah, I think he did. So it was cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But you know, like he's never gonna make it big. But he's been doing this for I mean his whole life. And in, in a way, isn't that making it big? You make you make it onto the big. You all, I mean, all you have to do is just play. I mean, d- does he have to be a, a superstar? You know, just making it into the NBA has got to be incredibly difficult, dude. Considering the 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 talent and the athleticism of some of the younger guys coming in, like look at Zion Zion Williamson. He's he's a freak of nature. So, question for you: What do you consider making it big? Do you consider is making it big having tons of money? Or is making it big just getting to a certain point and not necessarily have anything to do with money? Hmm. I mean, I guess in a way it's, if someone says like, hey, my dream is to play in the NBA, you know, they make it to the NBA and it's like, well, there's no step higher than that. You know, it's like you made it to the most, the highest level, the the greatest league and you played in it, you know, I would consider that. I'd consider that success. So this guy, he's probably going to have to retire pretty soon. 37, probably years old. Arthritis and probably his knees from the years and years of wear and tear. And he's going to have to enter the job field because he doesn't probably have a great pension going on with the NBA because of his not playing that many years for the NBA or any years at all. So he's going to enter the job field at probably late 30s with no experience, whatever, I don't know what he graduated college with, but that's, uh, I don't know, man, that's kind of, um, that's kind of messed up for the guys that don't get to make it big. Yeah. But when he gets like, when he goes out for a job, they're going to be like, well, what have you, what have you done? And be like, well, I was an NBA player. Like, oh yeah, we'll definitely hire you. You know, (laughs) that's, that's marketing. You know, me and the boys can, you know, talk about, you know, we could talk all that we want. We want to know what your experience is. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I don't know, man. I think, think I matters? think so. Yeah, I think, think so. That would matter. Those yeah, are you would hire you yeah. would hire somebody to do IT for you if they're like, yeah, man, I used to play in the NFL. I don't really have any any job experience doing this, and I haven't done it since college. You know, uh, twelve years ago. But uh, I'd love to be hired for your your IT firm. Well, what's the like? What's the job? Just being a. Is he, I mean, is is he coming out for like a like a management job, or is he coming out for you know? <laughs> Well, he wants to work help desk, but hey. Oh he yeah, sure, sure. He hasn't he hasn't worked computers in twelve years though. That's fine. You could teach that dude. That's easy. What if he's like, hey man, so how do you fire this thing up? I'm like, here, right here. This is what the power button looks like. It's that freaking easy. That's all that I need you to do, man. <laughs> so you'd be okay with babysitting because he's a an ex athlete. No, if 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 he obviously he has to know the basics, you know. What if he doesn't? I mean, he knew the basics twelve years ago. Things have changed. Yeah, but he would know how to turn it on. Yeah. Yeah, but he's like, well, I'm not really experienced with a new Windows system. The last one I had was uh, 95. 
<laughs> he's like, fuck, I just use my phone all the time. I'm not used to this Windows 95 shit, you know, and this new stuff you got. Or I think, I'm sorry, the last one I had was XP Home Edition. That was great, but I don't know what the fuck this is. I think that I would give him a shot. Why not? Why not, man? I've seen some freaking worthless people out there that are, that are, you know, uh, they they need the job, you know, and then they they walk around like they don't need it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they're like, oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like I remember hiring that, uh, taking hirees for uh, a graphic design job, and you know, the guy put some BS on his uh, resume. I get the guy out. And I said, yeah, man, can you show me some stuff in Photoshop, Illustrator, whatever you got? He's like, oh, no, man, I can't do that. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you can't do that? And he says, no, man, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know it. You know, like, I've, I've, I, I know some stuff, but I don't know it like that. I was like, this is, a, this is a graphic designer job. You know, it has in the qualifications that you have to know Adobe software and things like that. He's like, yeah, I mean, I can figure it out. If you show me a couple of things, I mean, I'll figure it out. Not a big, I can figure out anything. <laughs> I was like, man, you've got to be shitting me right now. You've so, got to be absolutely shitting me. You just wasted my goddamn time. So he told you that he knew it in the, on, the, on his resume then? Yeah. How often has that happened to you where someone has come in and they just could, they couldn't do the job? You know, they, they applied for the job, and, but they have no idea how to do it. really that's that's happened to me i want to say like six or seven times where somebody yeah or someone has come in and they lied on a resume or um you know when it came down to do something they couldn't do it and yeah man it's pretty it's been pretty common you know like hey man so i didn't know you uh you know you minored in this and that oh did it say that oh i didn't i didn't know that oh man no that's not me i didn't i didn't mean to put that on there like oh Oh, okay. All right. You know, I, I learned now that I have to even ask, like, a lot of times they'll, they'll finagle their words and put degree in this, and that doesn't necessarily mean what type of degree. You know, it could uh, it could be just some sort of certification. It could be a, an associate's degree. I, I'm always under the impression it's a, it's a bachelor, but that's not always the case. And I've learned, I've learned the hard way, man. Wow. That's pretty funny. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, man. What else you got going on today? That's it, dude. That's it. Awesome. Well, shit, it's uh, Thursday night, and uh, every Thursday, every Monday, we're here. We got a new interesting one coming up, I think, right? Maybe? Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll have, we'll have yeah. a fresh, maybe we'll have yeah. a, a new boxer coming up for this uh, Monday night, maybe. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Let's see I if we can get him on. I, we, got a, we got a guy. We got a guy. You might like it. I got a book review with uh, Dan Pronk. Uh, coming up too we're gonna be knocking that out soon i contacted him uh, we're gonna work it out so if you uh, are not following him check him out at uh at dan pronk d-a-n-p-r-o-n-k and uh check out our website 57 podcast uh be sure to subscribe and uh that's pretty much it man that's right russell wilson give me a call i want to talk about your contract oh my gosh we should have got into that we'll talk about that later he'll be on the show next week russell wilson <laughs> answered the phone answered the phone <laughs>